Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Bang Bang Podcast. This is episode number 90. Um, yeah, thank you very much, everybody, uh, just to start off with, for the, all the nice birthday wishes uh, from this past week. I am now 44 years old. I'm still extremely sober, and I'm still bold, unfortunately. Those things haven't changed, but I am I am 44, and uh, yeah, I feel probably 64, but there we go. Um so for those of you who haven't listened to this podcast before, we uh, I'm joined by a guest every week to talk about a specific a wrestling event from this week in history um, and have a bit of a chat about all kinds of bollocks along the way. Um, yeah, but thanks for tuning in and uh, thank you very much for listening and supporting the show. Right. OK, so last week, if you listened, we were joined by Cy Powell to talk about the Great American Bash 1990. Uh, it's always great to have Cy on. He's a busy man at the minute. As he mentioned last week, he's just launched his own um, channel, pretty much. Uh, so if you go and follow SJP Media, you'll find all this stuff over there. So he's he's got his fingers in many pies, metaphorically. I mean, he lives in the country, so he may literally have his finger in a pie at this very moment. I don't know. But uh, he's got shows out, the Doctor Who pod and Chain Wrestling and Nitro Nights. And he's got a, miss, a podcast coming out with his missus as well. He literally spends every hour of the day making a podcast, pretty much. So go and support Si. Uh, he's a legend, and it's always great to have him on there, and he's supported us for quite a while. So, yeah. Uh, thank you again to Black Lakes for our gorgeous, sexy few music. The past weekend, they've just been in Scotland playing some gigs and uh, making a good impression up there. It's actually Will's birthday today, recording this. Happy birthday to Will. Will, the singer of Black Lakes. Um yeah, I've been a mate. We've been mates for years. I used to. We, we, they're going to be on the show at some point in the future. The whole band. Um, but I used to manage uh, Will's band called Her, Her Dark Embrace uh, in, in Bristol back about maybe ten years ago. We mentioned it a while ago on the podcast. I think Steve used to take the piss out of me because <laughs> I was. When I said manager, I used to email a few people and get drunk at the gigs. That was pretty much the limit of my uh, managerial talents. But. Um, but we'll talk about that a bit more when Will's on the show in a, in a few weeks' time. Uh, but yeah, going for the lads at Black Lakes, uh, yeah, they're top guys. And I mean, it's, it's, it depends what kind of music you're into. I like it, but I like a bit of heavy. It, there's got a bit of a wrestling tinge. Obviously, you've heard what our theme is, and you could imagine that being maybe like a, an NXT wrestler from the late uh, 2010s kind of having this theme so that yeah there's definitely a bit of and a few lads in the band are wrestling fans but again we'll, we'll cover that when i get them on uh so today today i'm joined by a newcomer to the show um he's a man yeah he is a man yeah <laughs> we'll start with that he identifies as a man um yeah. he's uh he's from the north <clears throat> and he's a bristol city fan we'll, we'll, we'll find out why he's a bristol city fan in a minute he's been on uh Three peeps in the podcast a few times. You know, Patch is on this show. Um, yeah, he's a Bristol City fan. He's been on Patch's show a few times. He's also a wrestling fan and a fan of this podcast. So, I mean, all three of those things. A Bristol City fan, a wrestling fan, and a fan of this show. I mean, I have to get him on. Uh, he's the man uh, known in most circles as Northern Tom. Uh, yeah, Tom, how's it going, mate? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Firstly, mm. happy birthday for the other day. Oh, Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's, it's strange because I'm, I'm not drinking at the moment. So my birthday, I normally make quite a big thing on my birthday. So I'm like the weekend before and the weekend after off and properly go for it. But I um with uni and stuff, I'm having to work every weekend pretty much at the moment. I thought uni so, students were on the lash all the time. 
Oh, I was before uh, I give up drinking. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I've had a quiet, quite a week. I went for a run on my birthday with the wife. Oh wow. And uh, um, then we went to Nando's for lunch. How hot? Mm, and I bought some nice shoes as well. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. How hot? How hot do you go at Nando's? Oh, I go, I go the hottest, mate. Extra hot. Uh, Extra hot, man. I do. Yes. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. My missus, my, well, missus, my missus gets ketchup when she. Does she? No. No, not for me. No. Well, the wife's a vegetarian, so she. Oh, same. She yeah. Going, I'm yeah. not. Mrs. is. Yeah. Yeah. She was impressed because they got the um the big uh portobello mushroom things back at Nando's now, which they used to do. So mm. she was uh she was impressed by that. They do that fake chicken in a wrap as well. That looks not advertising, but it tastes all right. Yeah. 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 I'm mean, I, I very rarely go to Nando's. But I went to. This is very boring. We'll <laughs> start off with quite a boring note. Um, I first went to Nando's in South Africa in 2004. This is before yeah. there may have been a couple of Nando's floating around the country at this point, but not mm. not many in this country. But that's where it kind of originated, Nando's in South Africa. And I had Christmas dinner there in 2004 because yeah. my um, my friend I went travelling with, he's a type one diabetic. We went out on Christmas Eve in Durban and got absolutely obliterated. And he woke up Christmas morning and was vomiting his guts up. Uh, so uh, he couldn't eat till probably about tea time. He had to get like a pharmacist out from uh, a chemist on Christmas Eve in Durban. He had to pay to get some anti-sickness stuff out to him. Oh wow! And um, he was really rough upstairs, and I was downstairs with the owners of the um, of the hostel we were staying in, smoking copious amounts of drugs. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so I had a lovely Christmas day. To uh, be honest. I'd have been, uh, in, my, I'd have been in my second year at. A secondary school then, 2004, <laughs> just to make you feel really old. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that makes me feel quite ill. Um, right, so why are you a Bristol City fan, Tom? We have lots uh, of Northerners on the show. Yeah, we started, um, you know. It's the really boring thing, to be honest. Um, my dad's um, from the Bristol area, slightly north of Bristol, in a little town called Wooten Under Edge. Mm-hmm. I think I. I don't know how far it is away. Um, he joined the army when he was 16, 17. Uh, his, his first post, and he met my mum. Then they had me. <laughs> and then he just got drilled into me from an early age to be a Bristol City fan. So it's not as glamorous as people like to think. Well, there's nothing really glamorous about supporting Bristol City, is there? It's, not um, especially, no. Yeah, yeah, there's not really like an origin story. Like, oh, I woke up one day and I was, boom, I was a Bristol City fan. Or I turned the telly on and... Bristol City wrong because that's that never happens. <laughs> it was just um, no. yeah, it's just one of them. But um, yeah, I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I mean, I'm always wearing a Bristol City shirt, so it's just um, one of the nice things to do. And it's I wouldn't necessarily say it's one of them things that I do is a through family love or anything like that. I genuinely love the club now, especially now I've got to the ripe age of 31. Probably for like sort of for the past sort of six or seven years, it's just been a roller coaster and I've just really really got into it and really got into the club and I've met good friends like yourself Patch, Matt and the rest of the guys in the WhatsApp group and plenty of lads on Twitter been to many games with a lot of people so it's just a really nice community to be a part of and I'm really really enjoying the ride at the minute yeah yeah I mean I've, I've literally been going to games since before you were born which again they can feel ridiculously fucking old <laughs> Jesus mm. Christ man. um 
I don't but know yeah, when I mean, went to my first game. I think it was about 96, 97. It was Grimsby. Yeah. Me and my dad have the argument. He, he swears it was Chesterfield. I, I swear it was Grimsby. But the funny thing about the Chesterfield game was I must have been six or seven. And there was loads of City fans scrapping, loads of Chesterfield fans scrapping. And this woman grabbed me and my dad and like brought us into this news agents. And then I was just picked up a magazine, reading through it. Next thing, you know, Brick comes through the window. And then I can see another football fan <laughs> come through the window. I'm like, is this what happens at football? He's like, no, no. He's done nothing like this every week. I'm like, oh, all right. Was that um was that in Chesterfield? Yeah, in Bristol. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't know yeah. what year it was, but I remember being young enough to crawl under the turnstile and have to pay for a ticket. So yeah, no, I just yeah. wish I was I just wish I was that small and skinny now. Yeah, <laughs> I I went to um Chesterfield one year and it was the same year that um well, this must have been it may have been the season got promoted I'm not sure but that was a season which I mentioned on the show before which um the guy in the bar it looked like brian ferry from roxy music and i'm pretty sure that was the same season that i think colin cram and even scott murray Not were in the pub in the pub do you know who colin cram is no oh yeah yeah well no one else on no one else listening to this yeah. <laughs> apart from patch but they were in the pub as well and they were like in the matchday squad or they weren't in the matchday squad but they traveled up with the matchday squad uh squad and obviously weren't being picked so we were in the boozer and they were sat in the boozer with the fans getting drunk. Good times. I think we got promoted that year, which is quite an achievement. But uh, yeah. So as soon as you said that, I remember my dad saying, I don't know how true it is. So someone will have to fact check this patch probably. Um, yeah. My old man said it was um, Sean Dyche's debut maybe for us. Mm. But I'm oh, not okay. one, I'm not 100% on that. That's the Chesterfield game. So I might maybe. be able to kick that back to the year. But he's, yeah. probably, he's probably wrong. And well, he signed it from Chesterfield, Sean Did Dyche. He? Oh, well. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's probably what he's thinking anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. We're, 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 we're all <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, so you obviously we've established how you're a Bristol City fan, and you've yeah. always been a wrestling fan of you as well. Or was that, uh... um, yeah, I remember, um having Sky from an earlier age, not because I'm well off or anything like that, we just had Sky. Um, and I remember flicking through all the sports channels and I remember seeing, every time I flicked it on, I remember seeing like the WWF logo in the bottom right-hand corner, the old um, Attitude Era logo. And it was always dark and red. But I, well, I know now it was Kane or Taker or something like that. And I always used to get really scared. So I used to flick the channel really used to flip the channel to the next thing really quickly. Then I remember my friend Jake, who lived about 10 houses down from me, he came to my house one day and was just like, oh, we need to watch this wrestling. I was just like, all right, what's that? Then he flicked it on. I saw the WWF logo. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to watch this. And <laughs> here I am now, um, a lot of years later. But, uh, yeah, I probably watched it late 90s through till about 2002 when I started secondary school. And then I pretended I didn't watch it for a couple of years. And then I just gradually lost touch with it. And then I remember getting my first full-time job and instead of my, oh no, no I was going to say instead of my parents charged me rent, they did, wankers. Um, they <laughs> they charged me rent and then I said, oh, can I pay the little extra to have the sky, the skybox in my room? They was just like, yeah, of course you can. And then I got the, so I was able to record wrestling again rather than watching it on totally legitimate websites, which we all use. And um, mm-hmm. I um, series linked it, I think from about 2010 till about six years ago. I watched virtually every pay-per-view, every SmackDown, every Raw. But 2011, the year what we're going to go on about, that's when I was a proper, proper, well, I'd like to say fan. But I think the more we yeah. talk about the, the, the more you understand. I, I can't really remember a lot of it. But uh, 2011 was <laughs> no. a, a lot of people give 2011 a lot of 
uh, grief wrestling for me. I mean, I, I think it was a good year because we had um, the Rock return after God knows how long, um, and then the week after Triple, uh, the Undertaker returned, and he it was that um, Johnny Cash um, return, if you remember it. Uh, Ain't no man yep. can keep my body down. And then Triple H came down to the ring, and then they did that stare off. The, that WrestleMania wasn't great, but I loved that um, Triple H Undertaker one. Yeah, it was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the first one. And then, um, yeah, because I did Hell in a Cell the next year. Um, I love that. And then you went straight into the Summer of Punk, which for me is probably some of the best wrestling, storyline, promos, storytelling since the Attitude Era, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, we'll go through all this stuff in the next nine or ten hours. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So some some sad news to start off with. (laughs) Um, uh, So yeah, so no top ten this week, so... Oh no! <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm really me. glad. I'm, I'm really glad that's happened. I listened to a few of your. I'm oh, sorry. I listened to all of your other podcasts. And, of course um, you do. Yeah. 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 And um, whenever you speak about music, always me and my work bang just going yeah. thirty seconds because I, I like music, but I, I don't like like chart music. I like um uh like probably like like heavy a little, little bit heavy music and I, I just listen to podcasts mm-hmm. these days i don't think i've listened to i tell a lie i was listening to running up that hill the other day and <laughs> because of strange things. oh were you yeah and yeah. um just a few other bits and bobs but really i don't really listen to that much music i think my favorite band ever uh oasis so if i listen to anything it's probably gonna be them or stone roses yeah but, yeah but any, anything else i'm just like yeah it's like it was driving back from um Doncaster earlier with the missus she's kept changing the radio station because there weren't any songs that she liked and I probably recognised one out of about 30 which is quite mm. poor on quite poor on my um, end of things getting old mate yeah 31 now so <laughs> yeah. yeah bus pass will be well, soon yeah yeah I mean I only know any current stuff because of because uh, of my kids so yeah, yeah. Um, so we're back into them. so the previous pay-per-view to this was the Capital Punishment pay-per-view can you remember that it was no. like the one they only ever did. It was meant to be a house show, wasn't it? And then they um, moved it to a pay-per-view. Mm. That's why the crowd was proper wank. Yeah, and yeah. the um, the 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 promotional poster to it is not not great. It's a picture of Barack Obama, and oh, it's God, not yeah. a they had, particularly. Yeah, they had they had that um, person come down dressed up as him, didn't they? <laughs> into, into yeah, in there, right? yeah, was, not. Um, who was Punk's um, opponent? Who did Punk wrestle against that match, uh, that pay per view? Because I'll probably, probably have to remember it better then. It, was, it wasn't Ray Mysterio. I think was it was it? Ray. Yeah, I think it yeah. was oh, Ray. It was Ray yeah. Mysterio. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the, the. I mean, that pay per view is probably mainly remembered for our truth wrestling for the world title in the main event, which was a was a kind of uh, out of nowhere. That, uh, uh, so it the won't. intro to the show is all about the sort of punk Cena Vince you know the we'll, we'll, we'll cover that when we get to that match but that's kind of what the intro is, is all about that's the main storyline going into the show isn't it yeah that TikTok didn't it when, um, when, the, when the clock strikes midnight yeah. I am out of here oh my god yeah. I, I, I listen to uh, no, no we'll, get, we'll get into it later I don't, I don't want to ruin it <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, we've got Cole Booker and uh, Jerry Lawler on commentary <laughs> yeah it's still so we've still got the kind of after effects of heel Michael Cole at Michael Cole at this point. Yeah, he, so he this was, was the year. He, yeah, he, he kept going onto the laptop. They need to do that anonymous raw general oh, which yeah. was total nonsense. I was going to ask you, do you know who yeah. that was meant to be in the end, or did they just drop it, or is or is it, it like, like you know, it was, oh, it's Hornswoggle, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, Hornswoggle, yeah, yeah, under the ring, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, it was I was, one of those, wasn't it? 
I was just thinking, did it ever go like unknown, like through the pie at Kevin Owens at the Christmas? No one, no, no one knows that. I think it's one no. of those storylines they start without actually having an end to it. I've got, a, I've got a feeling. Like... Yeah, I've got a feeling. Remember reading the dirt sheets? It was actually meant to be someone quite good, but then just dropped the ball with mm. it. I think and just went, oh, here we go, on swoggle you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you could be doing it under the ring. Yeah. Um, that makes perfect sense, obviously. It was a whole thing like with Mr. Kennedy, wasn't it? That was, he was supposed to be the whole thing about Vince's son was going to be mm. Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> I was just thinking of the promo where <laughs> Triple H was in the ring and was getting them all together to do like the lie detector, no, do like the um, DNA test. <laughs> and Triple H just looked at Vince and just went, don't dare. <laughs> like this, like, something like that. Yeah. yeah. That'd have been. That'd have been. Um, yeah. Go no, we've got the pay per view talk about because we'll be here for God knows how long. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So the first match is the SmackDown Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of go through each person as it, as it comes out. So the first one that is Sin Cara. I, I can't remember who won. I'll be able to. Remember okay. Who you tell me. All right, we've got Sin Cara. So, Sin Cara. Sin come out. So he sort of debuted. I, remember, I can remember when Sin Cara signed. It was a big, quite a big deal. Yeah. Make a big thing about Sin Cara signing. So he started in April. Mm-hmm. Um. And then his first sort of feud was with Chavo Guerrero. Obviously, you know, he's Mexican, so he's a feud with a Mexican. Um, and he, he got a win on pay-per-view against him. Uh, but after this show, the day after this show, he was off on a wellness violation for 30 days. The day after. Uh, which kind of led to the kind of storyline which went on with him. So the character returned to TV with it before those 30 days were up. And it was someone else playing... Sinkara. It was a guy oh, who was, yeah, because the, the second guy had something down his arm, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it was Hunico was the the second Sinkara, and they ended up doing a feud with two Sinkaras. Remember that? There was Sinkara Negro and Sinkara. Uh, it was Sinkara Red and Sinkara Blue or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was, sort of. Yeah, it was crap. Um, yeah, I probably watched that on Perpetual Fast Forward. Yeah, but Hunico was the he was the guy who stayed on kind of as a long-term Sankara mm. onto like when he was feeding with, um when he was teaming with Kalisto doing the Lucha Dragons, that sort of thing. They made loads of money in Cara, didn't they? I know he wasn't, you know, anywhere near the main event picture or anything like that, but they must have made an absolute ton of money on merchandise and, excuse me, masks and stuff like that. You think so, wouldn't you? But yeah, because mm. there was, I mean, you had Ray as well, obviously he was around at the time. Oh yeah, of course um, he was, yeah. But I think they, they teamed up for a bit as well, not long after this, like, because he was around for quite a few years on and off, like, the, with the two of them. Never rated him myself. The yeah, guy who Cam- came in as the original one was, I think he was he was in and out of trouble a lot of the time. Mm. He had that trampoline, didn't he? So jumping the he road. did have a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he used to wrestle in a blue light, didn't he? That, that never yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah, it dimmed it down. Cause I remember the first time I watched it, I, I, think, I, think, I think the other wrestlers were like, complaining that they couldn't work properly against him because they didn't know like, where the footwork was, was or anything like that, so... Yeah, oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, I'll ask you, mate, who was <laughs> a wrestler. I ain't got through that, anything like that. But that's never worked, is it? The um, yeah. like with the fiend with the Bray Wyatt thing with the light. That was. Uh, I, I did like the fiend. It was something different. Yeah, but wrestling in a light, having a specific light for a wrestler. No, it was, it was that early Kane, wasn't it? He, he um, was all dark and red and that, and he went hmm. on that. I remember. Yeah, well, God, go carry on with the match. <laughs> So next out is is Wade Barrett. My boy. So by this point, we uh, we've we've had the uh, we'll talk about the end of the Nexus a bit later on, but he'd uh, he'd already when the Nexus finished sort of the end of 
2010, his version of Nexus, after he got, I think he had a few matches with Cena, and yeah. then got kind of, Cena sort of took him out for a while. Um, he came back and CM Punk had taken over the Nexus by that point. Was that before uh, the core? So yes, yeah, so he went off and formed the mm. core after Punk took over the Nexus. Yeah. You know Wade Barrett's and a massive core, Preston fan. He is, yeah, and a Manic Street yeah. Preachers fan as well, aren't he? Apparently. Is he? Oh, I know they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what's yeah. Um But yeah, so, I mean, the core had split up at this point as well. Do you remember any members of the core? But yeah, because they're all in this match. Are they? All right. <laughs> well, no, no, that's a lie. Ezekiel Jackson's not in this match, but uh, the other two, it was Justin Gabriel and... Um, oh, no, no. So it was, yeah, Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater and right. Ezekiel Jackson were in the core. Oh. So you call yourself a... Quit off a uh, fucking authority on 2011. You can't remember uh, the names of the core. Nah. Disgraceful. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, team. I mean, it's probably one of the shittest stables, stables ever, isn't it, really? I don't know. There was some shocking ones. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Uh, the, the Un-Americans. Um... Oh, yeah, I mean, but at least they were. This was... This is like the Nexus with plus Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah, it, it was one of them like they did it for the sake of it. It wasn't like it was any good or anything like that. I mean, I um, remember when the Nexus came in, it was like, you know, what's happened here? That was the tour up the ring and that for yeah. the first time. Like, genuinely shocking. And then um, as soon as that got binned off and whatever punk got put in here. Yeah. Shock, yeah. Shock. Um, so Justin Gabriel of Nexus, he, obviously he's part of the the, the core. Well, he was part mm-hmm. of the core but they, by this point. Uh, then Seamus. You forget how long Seamus has been around for. He just uh, announced his um, not retirement anymore. Is yeah, I think it was like last whatever year in wrestling. But I, I like Seamus, fellow chief. Um, uh, I'm not Irish, but I like Guinness, so he's all right. Common, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, by this point in 2011, he'd already won the world title twice. Mm-hmm. He won money um, in the bank the previous year, am I thinking? In the future, right. he wins money in the future. bank. Oh. 2015. And he wins the next Royal Rumble as well after this one. That's it. He's done it all, pretty much. Mm. Is he, would you say he's underrated, Seamus, do you think? No. No? <laughs> no, okay. No, he's, um, <laughs> he's good. But for, for me, he's always going to be that, that sort of like mid-card to, you know, can toy with the um, main event picture sometimes, if you like. But I've never been... 100% sold on him on the microphone and that's not to say it's because he's um I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not to say that he's, he's not a good talker I, I just don't you know see him as a monster heel or a monster face but that theme tune he had for Money in the Bank um that, that, oh. that, that, that was ace I love that theme tune I was I was I was gonna sing along to that was on that yeah. on that video of the top 20 uh features I also remember reading the um misheard lyrics and it was just like it's, it's yeah a, it's something, something lobster head or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a shameful thing, lobster head. That was, That's it, yeah. yeah. It definitely I was going to sing along but... to that as well. Oh, we missed out on that. I like, I like the pre-bit before that as well. I, don't, I think they only ever did it on his um, debut when it was, um, it was like some like, and then he went, it's a shameful thing. Yeah. It's a good theme. Yeah, it was really good. When he debuted, he had like, like a proper, like sort of tribal Irish gear on for a few weeks in, in ECW, it bent that off pretty quickly. But there's a there's a lad uh, I know who doesn't like wrestling, but um, he's in the he's in the police in London, and um, yeah. he got invited to a show at the O2, and um, for whatever reason he ended up in like the um, guest in the bar. Ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, 
he was texting me all night about it and um he ended up in like the guest bar and um there was like a few wrestlers walking and said oh there was this big ginger bloke and i was just like oh is it shameless he was like yeah and then he just sent me a picture of them two with a guinness and i was just like oh there you go. <laughs> then, he, then he was then he like texted me the next day he was like you're freaking massive yeah i was just like yeah and i mean it must take a lot of, a lot of wrestlers tan don't they it must take he must like not leave the house you think how does he stay I mean, he's not as white now as he used to be, as it used to be. I, I, I don't know, mate. I'm ginger. It just happens. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, God, yeah. It, it, it was freaking. When he first came in, yeah, it, he was, like, it, literally translucent. Like, like a pint of milk, wasn't he? Mm, yeah. Mm. It's a very striking-looking look. Do you think they did it on purpose, like they put proper powder on it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Either that, either um, that, either that, or it was just, um, and you go, go pale. Well, it wasn't even. Well, then white people. Yeah. 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 What are them white people called? Red eyes. Uh, um, there's, there's, oh, um, there's one on Big Brother. I used to have a rabbit. I used yeah. to have a rabbit. Um, who was red eyes? What are people with red eyes called? Uh, albino. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have an albino rabbit, which my mum sold. Um, but she told me that it. We used to live in a in a high high um, in the tower block. Uh, my mum told me it jumps over the balcony of the tower block. But in reality, she told me years later that she sold it. So oh, I preferred the first story. I was going to say, can we talk yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah, no. She, yeah, she didn't. Yeah, so thanks. Thanks, mum. Um, There's a, a, a glimpse into my traumatic childhood. Right. Um, next one out is Cody Rhodes. Whatever happened to him? Yeah. I don't know. Never heard of him. At this point, he's undashing. He's got the... Yeah, the mask on, didn't he? Like the American psycho face mask thing on, didn't he? Yeah. The, uh, like the clear. Yeah. But he'd um he genuinely had his nose broken by Rey Mysterio. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know That's that. That's what he started wearing. Yeah. But then he I, wore it for I, the gimmick. Oh, I thought it was just a gimmick. I didn't know. Yeah. I probably. I think it was to start off with, and then he just kept wearing it because it looked cool. Didn't he do that? He did the dashing Cody Rhodes. Didn't he do something like was complete, like the complete opposite of dashing Cody Rhodes? It was um, <coughs> excuse me, it was um. Like deformed, not deformed, fucking hell. Deformed, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like um, was, um, what's the word? What's that? My so back garden. Back garden trees. Oh, I, I tell you what, it's not my back garden. It's, it's my meadow. Won't I show you it? Okay. Oh wow, mate. Yeah, yeah, living up here. Yeah. No, no, it, it's um, it's like I've got a back garden, like quite small, and then then that, that's just it used to. <laughs> people are gonna love this. Uh, yes, yeah, the audio. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a RAF base here, and it, it's all closed down now. So they got all the houses got sold off really cheap. So there's like a massive sports field, which is just used for dog walking now. And then all these houses are like ex, like uh, squatty houses. So um, yeah, it's just it's it's, it's really well looked after and maintained because the MOD still look after it. But it's just like yeah. massive. But so I, I remember during I, I remember during lockdown and. Um, um, I'm in a private wrestling Facebook book. Cool people do, obviously. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I say that. I'm talking while I'm getting a beer. That's how um, I ain't got a fucking bottle. Yes, I do. Um, and um, I, I, was do, I was doing like a live stream one day because it's only about me and a few mates. And someone was like, can't believe you're at the park and we're all meant to be here in lockdown. I was just like, it's my garden. He was like, no, it's not. I was like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that German beer I was oh. on about earlier for the German listener is called Pauliner. Um not even going to try and pronounce that word then hell no so okay yeah hell in a cell yeah right bang bang so, so he was doing the um undashing thing at this week right? sort of hiding yeah. space yeah hmm. so that might have been it not def- deformed cody rose never got off the ground that gimmick unfortunately but 
That's really um, nice. You read Heath it. Slater. I think I had that before, yeah. When I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I drank that. It looks nice. Heath Slater. Yeah. Well, man, he man, was, man. He'd just been, he just left the core, same as Justin Gabriel, really. Um, hmm. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah. I was just moving on. Sorry, yeah. I, I know I know this is going to be a really long podcast. I'm sorry. Do you remember when him and Lesnar did that promo where him, he's like, and he went, I don't give a fuck about your kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got kids. I, yeah. I don't care about your kids. That's yeah. it. Oh, oh, I thought he said, <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about your kids. That would have been brilliant. Well, he might have done. Yeah, I don't think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't interrupt anymore. Fuck your kids. <laughs> yeah. um, and Daniel Bryan, obviously, he's just about to embark on, like, a really right. major bit of his WWF career at this point, mm-hmm. WWE career at this point. So, um, and then Kane, last one, last one in this match. We haven't even got through the match yet. It's just talking about people that are in the match. So, um, was that all six? He's, yeah, was that six? There was everybody in the match. I'm looking. I watched this on Tuesday, and I'm not saying this just for the podcast, but I genuinely yeah. can't remember who won. What the missing it? Okay, maybe a surprise. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Kane's God. only. Um, only a few weeks away from getting taken out, injured out, and then obviously comes yeah. back later on He's in this year. These days, isn't he? He is, yeah. <laughs> he comes back with his um sort of mask on, like he's a oh, part-time world. Oh god, yeah. that was yeah. Go on, sorry. We need we need to get. <laughs> there's gonna be people, a... there's gonna be people listening to this going, what the f he's doing? Oh, this is nothing, mate. He was uh yeah. He came back. <coughs> he came back as a part-time. Guy. Now he's a full-time cunt. So he's uh. <laughs> He's, yeah. he's moved on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apologies to Dan Griffin, who's a massive. I'm, Dan Griffin's a massive fan of Kane the wrestler, not a fan of Kane the the Kane the person or the I'm whatever ple- he is I'm, now. I'm, I'm pleased you've opened the door for the C word as well. I wasn't I wasn't sure where the sort of level was on swearing at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> now yeah. now that now that's been opened, I'm um, good to go now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even drinking, but I mean, I I need to bring them out on special occasions now. I think for Glenn Jacobs, uh, is 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 warranted. So, yeah. So, so I mean, so, do you remember this match at all for another day? <laughs> no. no, not really. Oh, it's a good match. Um, yeah. You're gonna say something, so, I'm gonna remember it. Well, yeah, yeah. No, so you get. I think Sinkara gets a few spots in this. Of course he does. But he um he also goes through a a ladder. Gets, oh um, yeah, that was outside the ring, wasn't it? And it snapped. Yeah, enough. and that's yeah. like him out of it. Then after that, um, I mean, I came up watching this at the time, and I wasn't, I wasn't convinced of Daniel Bryan because there's all that kind of thing where like they were they ever gonna kind of push Daniel Bryan, and obviously he wins his match, so hmm. they made that Odd decision to <laughs> finally. Ah, oh, Jesus, yeah. they made that decision. Yeah, yeah. so I, I wait, think that. I think yeah. he, he was going to get pushed eventually, but I think the summer of Punk again. We'll come on to that later because I love that storyline. I think that sort of gave Punk some. Um, what I'm trying to think of like Levy to sort of go. Oh, why don't you push um, Daniel Bryan? Why don't you give Zack Ryder a chance? Why don't you give these guys a chance? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of big guys in this. So obviously, Kane, mm. Sheamus, Wade Barrett's pretty big. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't write um, Sheamus down. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we did about ten minutes on Sheamus. So. Um, Professional as always. Of course, yeah. But I mean, in the end, near the end, kind of, it looks like Kane's going to win. He choke slams Sheamus through the ladder, but the ladder doesn't move, basically. He just stays solid. And that happens a few times in this pay per view. Things not breaking when he should have broke. Nice. Um, everybody hits their finishes on Kane, uh, and then it ends up with uh, Cody and Daniel Bryan on the ladder. Wade Barrett mm-hmm. goes up to get them. Cody goes down, and then. Uh, Brian kicks Wade off the ladder and Daniel Bryan is a winner. 
Mm-hmm. Crowd go nuts. And um, this crowd does go nuts a few times tonight. But yeah. Mm. So let me get the limousine put it up. And it's um, Vince and Vinnie John Laronitis. And a lawyer. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they mentioned that obviously the storyline is that Punk still not signed mm. his contract. So. I wonder when he, he did sign his contract. On, on his documentary, it says that he signed he legitimately. No, he had to sign a two-day extension just to wrestle that match. I wonder, because yeah. on his documentary, he says that he signed it on the Money in the Bank pay for you. I wonder when in on the Money in the Bank pay for you he signed it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, go, go on, sorry. Well, um, over then we get the um, the next match, which is the Beaver's <laughs> title match. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Brie, Brie Bella versus uh, Kelly yeah. Kelly. Yeah, I mean, not not a great time for for women's wrestling, was it really? No, I mean, I've never particularly liked women's wrestling, and that's not me being chauvinistic or anything like that. I've just never, again, um, I'm not saying this because my missus is sat in the next room either. I've just <laughs> never, I've just never the appeal. I, I get it. I, I get why people would probably like it, but I've never just been gone. Oh, I really like watching women's wrestling. It just doesn't appeal to me or anything like that. It's just a bit. Boring and a bit, a little bit bland, if if you like. Yeah, okay. I mean, in in this time period, yeah. again, the, the people that were involved in women's wrestling were yeah. uh, most it, of them were kind of. It was tragic. I mean, I, I really like the um, women's men they've done recently and the way they've developed wrestling to be um, a lot more accessible for women and um, women to main event Raw, main event WrestleMania, main event pay per views. I think I think it's brilliant. I'm all for it. it just genuinely doesn't appeal to me but this match is yeah hmm. um it's not the best kelly kelly had just become this is i think this she's not long won the title this is her only run is as being hmm. a champion she'd lose it to beth phoenix eventually now, beth phoenix was good was a good wrestler yeah, i'll take your word for it like, the, again the only, she was in yeah. a different time period she came around when all these other wrestlers were like kind of models and people they brought in to try and yeah. make them into See, that, wrestlers yeah that, that, that's why i didn't like it as well it always felt a little bit artificial like now now i can see the appeal of it, but then it was yeah. just so oh you, you've been a model before we'll make you a wrestler oh you're not you're not so good at wrestling oh it's, it's, it's still okay we'll put you on the show because you're good good looking or whatever when I, uh, yeah it, it was just rubbish but the, the only ever little bit of women's wrestling i've ever liked was that um it was on Raw a couple of years ago when uh, Becky Lynch was in the crowd and she was giving it the bigger when she had all the blood coming down her face. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the only time I've ever watched women's wrestling. I've gone, yeah, that that's that was, that was really cool. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, to be fair, it's, it's when it comes down to it, it's, it's same to the to male wrestling. Really, you need kind of strong iconic characters to yeah, to get I, you I, into I, it, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. And for, and for me, I. I watch wrestling with the storylines in like the promos. Yeah. I don't necessarily watch it for the art of wrestling. Mm. No, pl- no plug on the po- podcast. Um, I, if, if if someone said to me, oh, Tom, you can watch um, an hour-long promo or an Ironman match, I'd, I'd rather watch an hour-long promo. Yeah. I like I like EastEnders and I like Coronation Street, so I like them wrestling to that, to be honest. <laughs> it's just yeah, <laughs> a little bit similar. Um, I mean, I, I, in no way am I attempting to defend the women's wrestling in this time period because it, was, it wasn't very good. But no. like... There wasn't any kind of very little time afforded to any women's wrestling at this point at all, apart from all the storylines would be around, well, she's a bitch or she's fat or she's ugly or that kind of thing. And it was like, it's the minimum amount of effort put into a storyline. Mm. So any why, other... would you, mm. why would you and be interested? If, if yeah, you're only going to be appealing to people that are at that kind of baseline, you know. Perverts. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Disappearing the permits, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like years ago when you used to have that diva search and stuff. And I, I, like again, I'm not saying this because I'm I'm trying to because <laughs> my missus is in the next room. I'm trying to show off and be, be like, oh yeah, fucking women or whatever. Like the diva search and stuff. Like, what's the point? Why not just get some genu- genuine and decent women athletes and get them in the ring and wrestling? Like Ronda Rousey, yeah, she's she's made the switch from WWE um, from UFC to WWE. Some people might say it's not been a success. I, I think it's been a good success. You got your likes of Becky Lynch, uh, Charlotte Flair these days. Um, who's the Aussie lass? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Is she, is she still in WWE or does she go to AEW? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. she's still there. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, these days you've got some genuine female athletes who are good at good at professional wrestling, and I'm all for it. It just doesn't appeal to me. I mean, in some ways, I think if kind of the world hadn't have sort of changed in the last sort of 10 years mm. in regards to sort of female sport and just, again, people being... A bit dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in regards to sport and just people being a bit more kind of aware of decency and how people should be treated, I kind of think, I think WWE were kind of forced in a way to, to make an effort into trying to bring these people mm. in, trying to put these... <laughs> We may yeah. still and we may still have people like this well, models but, and kind of you know. CM Punk even said it on that podcast with um, Cole Cabana. Um, yeah. Uh, um, he was saying that he's saying to Vince backstage like, um, oh, um, the UFC they're going to start having women in the cage and Vince was like, what? That, that's barbaric. And he was like, no, yeah, it's right. it's, fu- it, it's fucking awesome. This yeah. this is going this is going to start a massive revolution. Which I'm not saying UFC are totally to. Um, Thank for it because I, I don't know if they are or they're not. But you look at uh, women's football now, uh, women's WWE, women's uh, AEW. It's women's sport in general is on on the up, and it's great to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this wasn't a very good match. No. Um, and Booker T finishes it off with a nice uh, shucky ducky quack quack, which was his, his uh, catchphrase at the time. Yeah. When I when I saw them three on it, I instantly went on YouTube and watched the um uh when um it was it was him Jr um it was Booker T Jr and um Cole and it was it was the rectal bleeding about King. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> and then he just looks at me and goes, "What?" I'm still not sure to this day if it was a shoot or if it was like um, or if he I don't know if 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 that reaction was real or if he was like damn Um, right next match is build is the the battle of the behemoths so we get the video plug in so it's uh, Mark Henry and Big Show so this is kind of we're getting you wouldn't think of this but this match Well, so, so Mark Henry had started, he was drafted to SmackDown at the start of the year mm-hmm. and turned heel his first night and then went into a sort of feud on and off with the Big Show, who was turning heel on a regular basis like the Big Show does. He was a face at this point, though. Yeah. And uh, Big Show had been in a feud with Del Rio. Um, but at that Capital Punishment pay-per-view, which is before this, Henry cost him the match against Del Rio. And uh, also within that feud, Del Rio ran over Big Show in his car. Mm. <laughs> and then Big Show murdered um, Del Rio's ring announcer, Ricardo Rodriguez, who's missing at this point. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not, a, not a classic. It's not going to be a classic, is it really? It's two big blokes. But um, so Mark Henry ends up winning clean. So, I mean, that's the that's thing. Like, this was so by the, by the end of the year, both these guys 
would have won the world title. So, but we're Matter getting that. to the point probably this year and then the year after is probably the best of Mark Henry's career when he was doing the mm. whole all of pain thing. Yeah. I mean, he's being booked as a proper monster. Mm. Uh, but watching this, I mean, to be fair, this he, he beats, he say he beats the big show without any cheating, beats him clean, and then breaks his leg afterwards. Uh, so you can kind of tell that maybe they're kind of putting a bit of, um, you know, stock behind him and trying to trying to make him into a monster. That started by accident, the Hall of Pain, didn't it? Did it? Yeah, um, he went down to the ring and yeah. um, he was. Um, <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm getting it right. Someone will say I'm wrong and correct me. I think okay. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not sure if his contract was wasn't far off being due for. <clears throat> renewal or he was getting ready to be released and he went down to the ring and um he was waiting for his op- opponent and um vince just didn't send him out and he was getting in the ring and he was getting angrier and angrier and angrier and then he um picked up some stuff and smashed a load of shit and then he walked back and then vince was like that's what i want to see yeah and then that's how i think oh, it man. yeah i think i think that's how it got started i'm, I'm probably telling the story horrifically wrong and there's someone <laughs> screaming at me saying you factoring you couldn't get it right yeah. and then yeah yeah, I'll send it on if anyone does. I'll forward you the emails. Please do. Yes, at the end of the match, we get some good. Uh, so yeah, he, Mark Henry wins and puts a chair on Big Show's leg and jumps onto the chair from the top rope. Um, apparently breaking Big Show's leg, and we get some high quality acting from the Big Show, reminiscent of uh, Peter Griffin in Round the Guy when he's holding his leg, going, ah. Was he, ah. was he crying at this? No. Maybe he's a. He's a he's, did you ever watch his um, Netflix sitcom? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> no. 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 Was he? No. Um, was he heel or face? For, he would have been the face. His face at this point, yeah. 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 For about three days. Going back on a uh, on an old uh, back episode, me and Millwall Chris did. I went through uh, every single one of his uh, heel and face turns one by one. It took me about half an hour. That was good. That was high quality audio. I must back right. <laughs> a lot it, of dead it, air in that episode. Completely unrelated to the pay per view I watched. I think it just came to my came yeah. to my head at one point during the pay per view. Yeah. yeah. So it, we get um speaking of cuts, we have got um Vince and John Laurinaitis um backstage <laughs> being interviewed. I was wondering why he's calling Vince a cunt for a second, then it clicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I thought that was funny when to, he came out the following Monday after all oh, that shit. Well, <laughs> Biggest uh, great. Just. Josh Matthews asks him if he's re-signed Punk. Vince says uh, no, and he's the biggest ingrate he's ever worked with. He's turned down the biggest offer he's ever made. They told Vince basically to get fucked and get out of the uh, dressing room. <laughs> but um, Vince thinks it's all Cena's fault anyway, so if Cena loses, he's going to get fired too, which was yeah part of the storyline. Mm. So now we, we test your memory out now. So we're going to go into the Raw Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. So can you name the six people in the Raw Money in the Bank match? The Miz. Yeah, right. So stop me there. So the Miz, yeah, yeah. the Miz. So he won the previous Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, Alex, Alex Riley. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll go one at a time. So yeah, so then he obviously won that Money in the Bank. Then he cashed in on Orton later on in 2010. And what I mean, what a fucking what when was year the Miz had. It cashed in on Orton. What? When was that in 2010? It was at a pay-per-view in 2010. SummerSlam. Uh, I'm not sure when. I think it was later on in the year than SummerSlam. Uh, Hell in a Cell. They was doing Hell in a Cell. I can't, I can't remember. Know. We could, yeah. Uh, um, I'm not that interested. We don't have to Google. It. No. 
Um, but yeah, to be, he beat Orton and then he actually retained to beat Orton again afterwards with mm-hmm. help from Alex Riley at this point, who we'll get to in a minute, and Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, then he had a, a few good matches with Jerry Lawler as well around this time, which may be when we, he suffered the, uh, what was it, anal bleeding, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was one of these matches with the Um and then, I mean, Blimey went on to WrestleMania and beat John Cena in the main event, which he never stopped talking about. Courtesy of The Rock. With help from The Rock, yeah. 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 But then he lost the title to Cena at Extreme Rules, which we'll talk about in a bit, what happened in that mm. match. Um, and then he went into a feud with Alex Riley after that. I loved Alex Riley. And then, so next man in the show is, next man is Alex Riley. So, yeah. Yeah. Give me that one. Um, previously, previously, the Miz's. Acting like it's your podcast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> previously, the Miz's best mate. So, do you remember when he was on NXT, Alex Riley? NXT no. season two. And this was his, the Miz was his, like, mentor. Oh, gone. Yeah. And then he uh, obviously came up, and then, I mean, he was involved in the WrestleMania main event, wasn't he? In a way, Alex Riley. Yeah. He had yeah. the best wrestling theme song ever he did that would have been on the um on the list that the the 20 best 2011 theme tunes yeah um so yeah he beat the miz at capital combat at the previous pay-per-view capital punishment oh yeah capital combat was i've written oh. capital combat in my notes as well capital combat is the wcw pay-per-view um uh, don't get me started wow well, um so he beat yeah beat um Miz and was team with John Cena a bit afterwards, but then kind of after this, after his huge demise, mm-hmm. he drifted away down the card and really was by 2012, end 2012, he was on like you know back in NXT and he had a bit of beef with Cena. Yeah, yeah, but mm. yeah, I mean, you said for that sort of brief run, mm. it's kind of one of those things when you get you know somebody who's having this thing where like the they're like <clears> the manager or the when that feud with the, you know, a bit like in, I don't know if you ever watch AEW, but, um, uh, no, I mean, we might have a brief chat about that in a bit, cause it might go into interlock. Yeah, yeah. A future, a future main event in a pay-per-view we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, there's, so there's, um, yeah, it's always that thing of when you've been in that sort of big feud with one person, mm. with them, what, where'd you go after that? I think he suffered a bit with that. It was all about this feud with the Miz and then he beats yeah. the Miz and then it's like, well, then what, what, because I mean, obviously the Miz was a big star. So if you beat the Miz, unless you're going to go for the title after that, you're going to be going downwards, aren't you? So, yeah, it, it would have been almost better if he sort of went around and won like a US Championship or an Intercontinental Championship, and then went into a feud with the Miz and then retained it, and then he could have gone into another feud, lost it maybe, then gone back to Miz yeah. maybe. And, yeah, would have made more sense. Right, next on the list. Do I have to go in order, or can I just guess what? No, you can just guess. Um, I'm going to go with an easy one, Alberto Del Rio. No, so yeah, so now I've got a bit of a, he's a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Obviously, no. before, no, before gonna um, say. you know, before, obviously, it turned out he was a abysmal human being. We didn't know that at this point, did we? What did he do? Okay. Well, no, he was involved, wasn't he, with, um, I think he was going out with uh, Paige, Paige yeah. and there was a lot of issues around potential sort of domestic violence and abuse, oh, wow, that sort oh, wow. of thing. Oh, Jesus. Which, yeah, was, turned out to be a pretty bad... He'd yeah. been arrested several times for various things. Not a great guy. Not a great guy, Delrio. Um, yeah, but I, I loved this character at the time. I thought mm. it was amazing. 
I liked him when he came, he came out in a Lambo to that match. Then. Yeah, and his mm. like his Titan Tron was his yeah. was his house, wasn't it? Do you, when he ran, do, you when he, do you remember when he ran over Santa Claus? Yeah, he ran over people. He didn't run the big show. He ran over people on a regular basis. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he add, got... Add that to the cover. We talk, about, we talk about, about pushes. So, he won... So, he came in in 2010. Won the Royal Rumble 2011. Yeah. And then lost to Edge. Yeah. WrestleMania. He then retired not long yeah. after. Not um, after. Yeah, so, so he, um, he ended up then wrestling Christian for the vacant title, which Christian mm-hmm. won. We'll get to Christian a bit later on as well. Um, and then he moved over to Raw, mm-hmm. where again, he ran over the big show. Um, and got the yeah. I mean, yeah, he had a, several massive pushes and obviously went on to win the world title a couple of times as well. Crossed. Um, that beer's, sorry, yeah. that beer's fucking good, by the way. It's nice, is it? Mm. Right, who's next on the list? <sighs> Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he, was, so he, he not, Jamaic, was he Jamaican at this point? I don't mean. I that. don't know. Yeah. No, I think he was. Um, I think he was from Ghana at this point, wasn't he? I don't I know. I think he was. Oh, I think so. Something. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so he, we spoke earlier about that he was. I think he'd lost the um, U.S. title to Ziggler at the previous pay per view, but he seemed to be for about ten years mm-hmm. just in the round the U.S. and Intercontinental title that was his lot in life um similar to Ziggler who's not on this show for some reason don't know why uh next have I said the Miz yep yeah I've said the Miz um uh, in 2011 um our truth because he didn't have any he didn't have any entrance music he didn't no 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 no, no. Mm. yeah so he um as we spoke yeah the, the capital punishment paper he was in the main event against Cena <coughs> mm-hmm. after turning heel which sort of came out of nowhere so he yeah. um he won a match to get into a triple threat match with um Cena and the Miz at Extreme Rules and then had a bit of a falling out with John Morrison who didn't think that he kind of deserved to be in there. Yeah. And challenged Truth for a match for that spot in Extreme Rules, of which Morrison won fair yeah. and square, and the Truth went mental afterwards and beat him up, which kind of led to his heel turn. Then he interfered in that match at Extreme Rules, costing yeah. Morrison the, the world title. Um, he beat a little feud with Rey Mysterio and beat him, and then I had that match with Cena at Extreme Rules. But it is good, like his heel character kind of developed. He just went slightly bonkers, didn't he? Sort of talking yeah. about uh, when he started doing the stuff with Cena was when they, they came up with the talking about Little Jimmy and that sort of thing, and uh, that went on to be like it kind of didn't it? Is um, he my, talked my, to Little Jimmy? Yeah. And, uh, one of my one of my favourite. Um... Memories of our truth was um, when him and the Miz were having that tag team. I think it was around Hell in the Cell, and they um, got in the ring and they had their masks on. Mm. And then at the time, Triple H was in charge of the company, if you like. And then uh, yeah. the police, the police came in and put the handcuffs, and was getting led out. He just out of nowhere, you see Triple H just jump over about six people. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and my mates were watching that in his uni house, and we were all pissed ourselves when we saw that. I mean, like, so yeah, so Survivor Series, it was him and the Miz against Cena and The Rock, mm. which is Rock's first match back after all those years away. Yeah. That that um uh, promo got really ruined for me because then um, it's when Cena went, "Ooh, I can bring anyone back I want." Anyway, I chose the Rock, and then he spat all over the microphone. Yeah, yeah. but a lot again from our truth to being like <clears throat> a bit of a big card guy to so then bumping up to the main event pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, and then we're back to being mid card from that, you know. But, but yeah, this is probably one of the best periods of his career. 
Who have we got left then? We've got um, Swagger. Yeah. Yeah. So was, he'd um. As I was listening to your podcast the other day, you was on about him and Zeb Coulter when they had to do the um mm. uh that announcement on YouTube, wasn't it? Because a lot of people <laughs> believe in it. Yeah. So every Christmas, I have I change my um Facebook um. What do you call it? Header thing. So the the picture yeah. is they've put on up the sign saying "Deport Santa Claus." Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, I, I, I like I like to. Yeah. Did yeah, you uh, obviously? Uh, did you go back in? We spoke about him last week. Did you? Yeah. Um... Oh no, I, I I really don't like to be. No. It's, it's, it's on my to do oh. list. I promise. Okay. Well, his body hair in that match is incredible. Mm, like um, thick mm-hmm. back hair. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. know the last one. Interesting. As well. mm. Do you? Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne. I've just got Ray Mysterio as well. I haven't mentioned them yet, but... I thought um, you said Ray, because... Oh, no. Uh, Ray and Evan, then. Is that the last... There's not much to say about Evan Bourne, to be honest, or Ray Mysterio. But Swagger. So, obviously, Swagger had won Money in the Bank at WrestleMania the previous year. Hardcore. And cashed in on um, Jericho and won a title, which is quite a shock. Obviously, a shock that he won the Money in the Bank. Um, and he... Uh, yeah, and, and beat Jericho like on, a, on a SmackDown TV taping. Yeah. Um, TV. T- oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Mm. What's your favourite ever cash in? Probably Ziggler. I think. Yeah. Or that, that, did he cash pop, in on Del Rio? Uh, Del Rio. Yeah, that pop was mad, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. I think. I think yeah. mine was. I think mine was Rollins because it was mad. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, it was great. Yeah. And I'm going. I'm going back. So I've got a grievance against you and Patch. For, like you, you two yeah. said that ever go watch wrestling in a walkabout bar. <laughs> 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 Well, me, well me, me, me and about 10 of my friends in the, um, I'm, I'm hoping that they've got this far in a, a Facebook group called PDD, which is full of some absolute boys. Shout out to them. Yeah. We can cut, we can cut that bit, aren't we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, we, we used to do um, like big meetups. There, there was about 30, 30 or 40 of us and was all like sort of into the um, UK hardcore scene and like the U, in, like metalcore scene and that. So it was all that sort of, sort of like similar minded people with like, um, music backgrounds and t- into that we used to like go to loads of shows and that so we'd sort of know each other but then we made a f- wrestling Facebook group for whatever reason and then we added a load of people in there then people came, um, joined from there so what we'll do is like for the big pay-per-view so it was like oh it's Royal Rumble uh, Royal Rumble's ace in a bar because everyone's counting down to 30 everyone's pissed off and it's going mad and it's yeah. coming out number 30 and then Wrestlemania um, yeah we, we um, watched it in Birmingham because we always used to go to Birmingham for it and um, yeah it, it was just mad when Seth Rollins cashed things, the, the bar, it was the only thing I can liken it to was being Ashton Gate when Corey Smith scored against Man, against mm. Man United. It was not, I completely wasn't expecting that at all mm. in the main event of WrestleMania. No, because all, yeah. yeah, all my mates were saying, because we, we used to get like a VIP table for 10, because it was like 30 quid for like, Te- uh, for a table of a reserve table of 10 but for like 60 quid you for like an extra 30 quid they'd like put like um three buckets of beer down and we got quite friendly with the um promoter who put it on and we had, added them into the facebook groups we said oh yeah we're coming down and he's like randomly yeah. walked over one night with a fucking bottle of vodka and went, boom there you go lads and i was like <laughs> cheers me out and i think i think that, that that might be even even that night to be honest and um yeah yeah it, it was mad when he cashed in the noise yeah mm. yeah it was nuts um yeah, Evan Bourne wasn't really doing much. Ray hadn't really done a lot either going up into this point. He'd been feuding with Miz and um, Punk and R-Truth, but yeah, kind of mid-card. Um, I, wonder what he's but I don't think this is much. Who? Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne, he's in the AEW. Is he? <laughs> All right. Yeah, but everybody oh. else, yeah. Uh. Yeah, he's over there, yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, well done. This is good. I mean, this is. Um, can you remember who wins this one? Del Rio. Yeah, yeah. The end is good. The end is good. So mm. it's him in um, Ray at the top. But I think that the end's fucked up a little bit. So yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a little bit of a yeah. at the end. Yeah, and he nicks a Ray's mask. So Ray's covering his face up. Yeah, and he kicks Ray off. Yeah. 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 But then Del Rio's ladder falls over as he's up there on his yeah. own. Then he has to climb back up, doesn't he? So he has to get that. off and do it again. <laughs> do it again while Ray's just there on the floor, like, mm. put his head over it, head over his uh, head in his hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some good spots. Evan Bourne, there's a few good things. There's like a big moonsault onto everybody. Mm. Um, as if you, again, the ladder doesn't, um, a few ladders don't break. But yeah, so Del Rio wins. And do you remember when he cashed in? He tried to cash in that night, and then he cashed mm-hmm. in at SummerSlam because mm-hmm. then it was yeah. then it was then it was Punk Del Rio at um, Survivor Series because that started Punk's mm. 434 days, which I've actually got sort of a semi-related um, tattoo on that. I got a I got a picture of a clock on my arm. I said, "Oh, what time do you want?" And I want, so I thought I'll get 434 yeah. for CM Punk, 434 days. So I got that, I got 434 tattooed on me. And when the tattoo, when the tattoo, yeah. when the tattoo asked, why, oh, why, why you got 434? I said, that's the time I was born. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't dare tell him about the rest of them. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I can't tell him that. Yeah, um, no, yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. yeah. That's my little, not, that's my little um, personal nod to CM Punk. And obviously I'm oh. uh, straight edge as well. Of course, yeah, it looks like yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so Del Rio wins. Then we get a video kind of detailing the story between Orton and Christian. Um, before we get the matchup, we get an interview with Del Rio. He's backstage and he's pissed How off. Are you? He was he won like a triple threat match <clears throat> to be in the contender yeah. when Punk was suspended. But then because Cena was like lobbying for Punk to come back, hmm. Punk got put back in the match and Del Rio had to be in um, Money in the Bank. So there's a bit of that kind of storyline between him and Punk there, but you know, so this match, so if we'll get to, so Christian, like we said, he'd won the title earlier on this year when Edge had to retire. I don't think, I, I don't think Christian would have ever won a world title if Edge hadn't retired in no, WWE. No, same. Yeah, I agree. Did he, he things. did he rate Christian? I think he was good. Yeah. Good. And obviously, oh. he did, I don't know if you ever watched much TNA, but he'd been TNA champion. No, I never, I never watched TNA, no. Yeah, so... But they'd never really pushed him as a world title contender no, before not. that. Um, but he sort of teamed up with Edge to help Edge against Del Rio, and Del Rio at this point was uh, accompanied by Brodus Clay before he became the uh, the Funkosaurus. That was fucking ace. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Edge's corner at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um. But in the, so after that, there was a number one contender match with him and Del Rio for Edge's title. While Edge was still, I think Edge retired not the night after WrestleMania. It was a week after the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So they had a match. And then the week after that, then Edge said, um, I'm retiring. So then they had to have um, they had a battle royal where Christian won that. Which then oh, yeah, Del Rio um, having the he match. Was out, yeah. he, he was outside the ring, one he? And the crying and that yeah. one when, when he did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but he didn't have the title for long. Christian he lost the war. I remember that at the time being a bit of a because I think that was on TV as well. It wasn't like a pay per view. He said a match fuck, with all random. It was a fuck you to Christian, really, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate. I'm not his biggest fan, but he's been around for fucking years. Yeah, yeah. Which then kind of give credence to it a bit, like, well, hmm. have they just given him the title because Edge's packed it in? Yeah. 
but then this feud with Orton went on for, uh, it goes on for another pay-per-view after this. Mm-hmm. Um, went on for, um, so the, at the previous pay-per-view at the uh, Capital Punishment, he lost to Orton again, but it was like a dodgy ref call. It was like his foot was under the rope. So leading into this. It's our rule, is Yeah, well, if your foot's yeah. underneath the ropes. Um, but leading into the match, he kind of played in the story like He had his lawyers involved and made Teddy Long make it lit if Orton got disqualified or if there's a dodgy sort of ref call then Christian would get the get the title which is where we are now and Orton had been um, like we said earlier he lost the title to Miz the previous year um, and had been in that sort of title picture and they say this feud went on for a long time him and Christian long time um, but yeah I did I like Christian's music that was good Christian's music which one was it? Was it, was it Christian? That one? No, 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 oh. no, no, not that one. It was uh, just close your eyes. That one. That's That was on that list. That's the one. Yeah. Um, but they keep playing up. Orton's got anger management issues, and he's a very strange color, Christian. Like his tan, he was slightly kind of like basted rather than it's a bit kind of yellowy. Yeah. Yeah, but this is quite a slow match to be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I did watch this one, but yeah, you, you know what, working from home is um, hard when you're trying to. Of course, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're trying to watch a pay per view, and um, uh, I, I can definitely. Um, but I time to work on as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have we spoke about? Have we, we have spoken about my sunburn, haven't we? Not really, no. We have, I think we mentioned it uh, off there, but um, I, I am looking like a what do you call them? Very them red. Th- them sweets. Them sweets. What are they called? Them uh, red and white ones. Um, um I was gonna say Duracells. Duracells. <laughs> uh, yeah, the batteries. Um, are um, like the squashies. That's it. Yeah, I literally feel like a squashy. Yeah. I um, went to a wildlife park today and I saw lots of animals asleep, and then I went to Miller and Carter with my good lady who. Paid for everything, so this is literally the best day of my life. I've... <laughs> yeah. So Orton, uh, yeah. So obviously this ends with Christian basically finally getting Orton to snap, spits directly into his oh, mouth yeah. almost. I thought he, I thought he liked, Oh yeah, he did. Then he. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Christian's oh, yeah. the world. The, yeah, wins the world title by disqualification. Um, yeah, not a great match, really. Afterwards, Orton goes men to win. There's two RKOs through the table, and the table doesn't budge, does it? Did you think, because I was watching it, and I couldn't remember if um, <laughs> he won the SmackDown <laughs> money in the bank. I, I, I thought Daniel Bryan was going to come down and cash in. Even oh, it would have made sense, yeah, yeah, wouldn't it? He, he, even when I was watching it, I was, I, I was waiting for Daniel Bryan to come down and cash in. Yeah, and I'm I didn't think he, of that at the time, watching yeah, it back. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't, because um, watching it back... Um, I know I chose this pay-per-view quite a long time ago when we can about me come the show. And um, yeah. I, if anybody asks me, what's your favourite pay-per-view? I, I'll probably always say this one. And to be honest, I'll probably embarrass myself because I can't really remember a lot about it. But I I like it for the CM Punk rivalry and the John yeah. Cena, which we're going to get onto in a minute. But I, I was watching it and I was genuinely like, right, okay, I'm not I'm not going to skip it on the network. I'm going to um, wait for Dee Bride to come down and cash in, which he didn't. So cause mm. I, I, was, I, I, was, I was convinced. Um, no, no, yeah. So. Yeah, but, yeah, but watching it back, yeah. I mean, why didn't he? Why didn't he come out? Because Christian's dead, basically, isn't he? Mm. Who did he cash in yeah. on Daniel Bryan? Do you remember? Well, he cashed in on uh, the Big Show. So yes, he Orton, did, wins, yeah. Orton wins the title back. Yeah. Next pay per view. 
and what then the thing with a load of chairs or something then yeah so he yeah, goes into yeah. a feud with um or goes into a feud with mark henry mark henry beats orton nice. um and then henry goes into a feud with big show and big show beats mark henry at a it might even be on a smackdown it might be a pay-per-view i can't remember and then yeah. mark henry beats big show up at the end for the match after the match after big show's won right and then brian comes down and catches him but brian after this he made a big thing about saying i'm going to cash in at wrestlemania yeah i'm a man of my words i'm a man of my word i'm going to cash in at wrestlemania and then mm. cashes in and then after he's cashing and becomes champion he slowly starts turning heel like he gets that's when um he gets aj his his uh girlfriend and obviously then by the time we get to wrestlemania when he loses to sheamus in mm. was it 15 seconds yeah, he's a proper sure. proper full heel by that point. Mm. So, um, but yeah, a start of I mean that yeah that those sort of two or three years after this, Daniel Bryan was like right Daniel Bryan and Punk yeah were the two hottest guys in the business mm. weren't they? So I did notice, but when Dan, when uh, Randy Orton had Christian on the table ready to give him another RKO, there was a bloke holding the sign up in the background which said Ponce, which I thought was quite nice. Nice. I mean, if he, there's, I mean, if there's somebody doing that crowd now, he could have mean, could have mean anybody, couldn't he? But back then, it is, you know. Um, so yeah, now we get the, we're on to the main event. We're there, Tom. We've made it. We've made it to the main event. Now you watch this, didn't you? The main event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 Um, it's probably in my top five matches of all time. To be honest, hmm. I'd probably rank it. Oh, is it number one or number two? Okay. Number. For the sake of the podcast, number one. But um, gonna, I might, I might have. To, I'll text tomorrow when um not as drunk i'll um probably um text you probably my favorite match of all time but yeah you remember it, what it is it, it's, it's between I'll, t- I'll tell you why these two are my favorite matches of all time and they're not necessarily um well i i, I think this match is yeah but the um the, the other match isn't necessarily a amazing match if you like but okay for me they um made me feel like a wrestling fan and they made and they made me feel like a um natural a woman <laughs> yeah, um, they um they um made made me feel like a kid watching wrestling because I genuinely didn't know the outcome of them before and I was excited. It was it was this match and um the Rock v Cena at WrestleMania 28 just because okay. for this match I yeah I, I I was proper into my wrestling and I, I considered myself like a proper geek of it you know like a, a mark and on all the forums and stuff like that so yeah. I, I felt like I was I wanted to be in the know when. I, when realistically it wasn't in the know. And then you had the match with uh, Cena and Rock, the following Mania main event, and I, I didn't have a clue what was going to happen. And that was the best feeling in the world, not knowing what was going to happen, rather than, you know, when you're watching wrestling and you go, ah, oh, so-and-so is going to win because he's, he's going to go do a program with this, or oh, he's going to go off and do that. Like th- Them two matches, I didn't know what was going to happen, and it was the mm. best feeling in the world, especially being an adult as well. Yeah. So when you're a kid, you probably have that all the time. But being an adult and trying to be a smart fan and a bit of a knobhead thinking you, you know everything about what's what's going on in that it, it, it was so good so it's probably them two to be honest and then other than that um uh mind games um mick foley um sean michaels yeah yeah that, that, that's yeah. another one uh fourth well i'll have to take a rain check i, I i've not <laughs> i've not watched wrestling in, in that go for your 100 top matches yeah <laughs> but i mean a good point about that, that all the best matches going in i think well most of the best matches going in you don't know who's going to win, do you? That makes that's a big thing mm. about it. Like, like say this main event, we're going to get to in a sec. That could have gone either way. 
couldn't it? Yeah, it could have it it could have gone the way it did, which was I don't think you could have written it better. Or it no. could have gone the other way, or it could have gone the other way. Cena won. Um, Punk rolls out the ring like a excuse me. Um, sorry, I'll do this. Punk rolls out the ring, gives it the whole um, uh, heel, you know, sort of switch because they did sort of switch places in that match. Mm-hmm. So Punk reverts back to his heel ways, rolls out, rolls out the ring. You never see him again, and, and he turns up in TNA or Ring of Honor, New Japan, or wherever he yeah would have gone after that. Well, I mean, I think that's a, like you mentioned the Rock Cena match, like the first match, I, I'd be surprised. Um, that the Rock won that. The second match, I think I wasn't because I mean, yeah. That, so the Rock was coming shit. in that, as champion when the second one. So you kind of knew. It, yeah, it fucking ruined that, and yeah. and it's and it still fucks me off to this day that um, Punk didn't get um, even involved in that match. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people say because he, he'd leave us to the Undertaker in the end. Mm. And that was a good, that was a good match, that was a good story. But again, some people would say that maybe he should have beat the Undertaker and Patch. I know Patch definitely wouldn't say that, but. If, no, I, uh, I, I, I don't think he should have beat Taker. I, I, I think Taker should have gone undefeated at, at Mania all his career. Well, that's yeah. just my personal opinion. He's a and he, he's a knob as well. <laughs> I said that quietly. Okay. I said that quietly under my breath. We'll move on. Um, What's it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, they yeah. all are, aren't they? Basically, yeah. I think that's just back people in there. Back in the old days, we did we we didn't just play video games. We used to bring yeah. guns and guns and fight and Jeff Daniels. I think you can just assume everyone in their fifties is a is a bell end, to be honest. Yeah, right. So sweeping statement, but I got go. I got six years. I've mean, got six years I mean, left. How long have I got? Nineteen? Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, you're all right, mate. You've got plenty I'm, of time. I'm, I'm good to go. So yeah, so Straight Society ended in like end of sort of two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. Which was which was um that was a quality storyline as well, wasn't it? That was good for that. Yeah. 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 Um and then he ended up um going to Raw for a bit, but got injured fairly soon, so then was on commentary for a while. Mm-hmm. He was great on commentary, wasn't he? He was good on commentary, yeah, very good yeah. on commentary. Added a lot. And he was good having him there when he wasn't actually resting. He still added, you know, added him mm-hmm. being part of the part of the product. Um and then that's where he kind of eventually ended up attacking Cena on Raw, the end of one episode of Raw. Diet soda. His diet so yeah, he just felt his diet of soda. Mm. And he found the the, the Nexus armband in the ring and and put it on it was quite a, you know a memorable moment to finish raw and isn't yeah. that amazing how a diet spilt diet soda possibly started in my opinion my favorite storyline of all time and probably in, in a lot of people's top 10 yeah story yeah lines, over a fucking can of <laughs> diet coke yeah 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 i mean you managed to work that kind of into the that's a skill in it as well. Like, why did you turn heel? Well, actually, you remember six weeks ago when he spilt my drink? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, he became the leader of the the new Nexus. Again, it's a bad sign. Whenever anything's called the new, that generally means... The new day? Rubbish. Yeah, but that's that's their name, the new day. But yeah. if you if you were out the new new day, mm. they would be very good with that. So he, um, yeah, he, he, he was in charge of the Nexus. And by this point, it was like, well... Michael McGillicuddy and Husky Harris and Mason Ryan. I love um, Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan, the big yeah. Welsh. It's, it's uh, not his fault, it's Welsh. His name's Barry, isn't it? I think in real life. I think it's Barry. <laughs> I think it is Barry. I'm gonna look. At, that is worth looking at. So I'm gonna look that up now. But yeah, so he, they sign a few. Yeah, Barry Griffiths, his name is in real life. What a Welsh name! Though, what a Welsh name. Yeah. Uh, he fitted with Orton for a bit, uh, and then sort of Ray. But yeah, so he. <laughs> They ended he, up, uh, it, it was a uh, punk um, 
thought in it that mainly won it because um the springboard thing off the top rope and then yeah, okay, yeah boom yeah nailed it yeah but he um he won a number one contenders match after the capital what's it called capital punishment well, no, what did you call it earlier what was it called capital combat capital uh, capital punishment that's it you called it capital combat earlier yeah i was calling it capital combat all thing yeah. it's just the, the other pay-per-view um yeah he won a number one contender match which yeah. made him number one contender to Cena's title um but there was a uh, yeah that and the week after he did that was when he mentioned that his contract was going to run out like on the night of Money in the Bank in Chicago and he was gonna and believe you me I will be walking out of Money in the Bank WWE yeah yeah I'm walking out of WWE as well so words to them effect yeah and he said yeah then he cut the the pipe bomb which I mean in Vegas yeah I remember. I mean, that made, there's very few times since, like, the the Attitude Era, like, when I was, like, a teenager mm. during the Attitude Era. And it was briefly cool for maybe two or three years, wrestling. And it was kind of talked about a fair amount in the sort of media and that sort of thing. This this kind of, when Cena did the the pipe bomb, that kind of thing, uh, when Pump oh. did the pipe bomb, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was kind of as close as it got to be in kind of cool and talked about and yeah since the attitude era basically i mean for me i'm going back to what i said earlier about wrestling for me it is at its best when it makes you feel it's real because we we all know it isn't and and i hate it when i tell people i like wrestling and they go oh it's fake you know it's fake i'm like okay what's your favorite film then and then they tell me the favorite film i go oh well fucking tom hanks didn't fucking jump out of a fucking airplane did he or whatever no what film was that I don't know. I don't, I don't really. I, to, be, to, to be honest with you, I, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably the most boring person apart from liking wrestling. I won't be on this podcast. I yeah. don't really like music. I don't really like films. All that I do is listen to podcasts, listen to Oasis, and watch fucking King of the Hill and wrestling. Yeah. And that, that is that's the four things I do. Even when Mrs. said to me today, she went, "Oh fucking, at least you can act like you're having fun at the Safari Park, and or you could be at home watching King of the Hill." I'm like, "Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. I know, I, I know what I'd rather be doing." But yeah, yeah. but. For me, wrestling is at its best when it makes you think. And, and that promo for me, Pipe Bomb, whatever, there, there was a few bits in it which, when I listen back to it now, I think mm, that sounds a little bit like stuff said when he was in Ring of Honor, when he was doing that um, yeah. shtick with um, the WWE contracts and he signed the title on the thing. But I think it was very, very much real. I mean, I, I definitely think it was probably like a worked hmm. but. I think a lot of the stuff he said in that was genuine grievances. And, and, and I've been in jobs in the past where I've sort of not, you know, taken CM Punk's word. And, but I, I've, I've had grievances in previous jobs and I've said stuff and I've always thought, oh, yeah, that's my CM Punk moment <laughs> when, yeah. when, I, when I walked out of the meeting and that. But, yeah, it, very good. But that, that that promo was good, but I'm sure we'll come to it. But I, I personally preferred the um, promo that he did um, after the contract signing with Vince and um, Cena. Yeah. So uh, the week after the pipe bomb, they it was suspended. Yeah. Yeah. So they had the triple threat did, match. What, what, what so Del Rio the, won that. To, what did you to, think of the pipe bomb? Yeah, I mean, it, it was good, and it was mm. it was one of those things where, again, like at that time, there wasn't many things in wrestling which were like mm. it would sort of permeate the mainstream and be, you know would go viral this is this kind of was almost the first time you know there was a there wasn't much from wrestling that kind of be going viral but we're talking 2011 so going viral wasn't really a thing at that point like it is now well 
during that it was everywhere. Yeah, during, during that pay per view, it kept making me laugh because they kept going, "It's trending, it's trending, well right on Twitter." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if that happened now, like you can see the thing flash up on Raw, but no one, no one really gives a fuck if it's trending. No, no. But um, for, for me, during that promo as well, when he started mentioning Ring of Honor and New Japan, I don't watch any. I, I used to watch a little bit of Ring of Honor on the old wrestling channel. I don't know if you can remember that on yeah, yeah. Sky. Um, I used to watch a little bit of Ring of Honor, so I always knew who Punk was um, pre WWE. Because um, yeah. he, 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 he used to come out to AFI, and I loved AFI. Yeah. So um, yeah, he um, yeah. So when when he mentioned them, I was, I was proper mark. I was like, oh god, god, mention TNA, mention TNA, but he didn't. But then he mentioned Colt Cabana, and everything just felt real. But when they started going on about the um, fans and the autographs, I was looking back at it now. I'm just like, okay, but very, very good. But like I say, we'll, we'll come on to it now. Mm. I'm sure. But he but... still has to be. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've said a lot of that stuff, but you mm. still was you know, supposed to be heel at this point as well. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chuck a bit in there about, you know, mm. new fans are scum as well, sort of mm. thing. But um but yeah, so there's, there's I, I, think, a, I think I think I, I yeah, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, as as much as he was probably um um shooting on the company, he probably like got halfway through it and thought, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I might be leaving. Yeah, I do fucking hate this place. But I'm still a professional and have to give the audience yeah. some shit, which is yeah. which is more than fair enough, yeah. Yeah. So, so he was reinstated the week after, and like, yeah, that mm-hmm. was mainly in storyline with down to Cena, you know. Um, You're fired. Yeah, sort of, you know, trying to force Vince into giving Punk his chance and Cena being the good man, the better man, that kind of thing. And so he's reinstated. And then, yeah, that week, the week before the pay-per-view was when he was doing his sort of live contract negotiations in the ring with Vince, mm. which that was, was going through his demands. Yeah, that, that for me was better than the pipe bomb. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good mm. stuff. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not one to quote uh, wrestling, but I've, I've, I've got a few bits and bobs I like in there. Yeah. Um, my first thing I liked in there was um, he was going about the ice cream bars and that, wasn't he? Yeah. And then um, he says, um, I've had friends here, great friends who have worked here, and and you fi- and you unceremonially um, fired them. And then Vince goes, um, they deserved it. And he goes, why? They deserved it because you don't know what what makes a superstar in 2011. And then he's like, then he points at the crowd. And he goes, you want to punish these people for actually liking professional wrestling? Guys like Col- Cabana, guys like um, who's the bald guy in um, in Straight Edge Society? Uh, Luke, oh, Luke Gallows. Gallows. Yeah. yeah, Luke Gallows. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that was um that was good. And then Cena came down. Do, do, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then um they were giving it the um they were. When, when Cena came now, because I, I, I watched the promo earlier, he had that bit for like the first 30 seconds because he was there like, oh, what did he do? Swallow Bigfoot's diaper to um, Vince. Yeah. And then um, he starts belittling Punk and Punk says, oh, I'll, I'll stop you right there. Then he says, the reason I, I do want to walk out is because um, I don't fit a certain mould. And then um, he says, oh, I, I am the underdog. Da, 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 da. And he goes, um, earlier in this ring, you mentioned great lessons. Uh, you mentioned great wrestlers like Eddie Guerrero. They, and you used to say that they used to look at you as the kid that couldn't hang. And now you stand here and look at me as the kid couldn't hang. And he mm. goes, John, I was hanging off of your gangster car, WrestleMania, as it rolled down in Detroit. And I was st- standing there with a phony Tommy gun. And I'm standing outside the ring. Sorry, man, because I just got me, got me fucking <laughs> laptop. <laughs> um, um, I, I was, I was, st- and I, um, thought to myself i don't want to be standing there. oh I totally booked this line i was trying to remember my best early and i can't, can't remember i used to nail it word for word yeah I, I was going to be in the ring watching you go down to cm punk and then um he calls him the new york yankees he hits him and then he fucking goes tears up the contract but that yeah. was better that that was better than the pipe bomb for me yeah it was good and again that was that was a what so the the pipe bomb was like the end of raw and then this was the end of raw so mm. and um 
it's, it's like still to this day it's really kind of memorable stuff and stuff which is talked about which you don't get that much these days and doesn't happen very often to be honest yeah, there's a lot of times i'll be um walking back from the pub on a sunday night after, after a few beers and then uh, yeah I'll, 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 I'll have my airpods in and i'll just put that <laughs> promo on of um yeah um cena and um punk <laughs> in in, yeah. in the ring uh, the, the only the only other thing that i feel that's like got close to it it's probably like i don't watch AEW, but i do watch a lot of the mgs just because yeah again that makes it feel real for me and i like yeah. i love that but you need that again it's it's uh it's a, a combination you get very often you need somebody that can put off a program like that and you just need to get an element of the kind of real life situation as well similar to mjf where it was kind of mm. quite commonly known that he was pissed off with his contract and was you know was wanting a new contract and there was talk about wwe kind of trying to sign him and that sort of thing and yeah so it all kind of ties in similar with this with punk which because in reality his contract was running down you know hmm. so that that was real and yeah. do you think he legitimately signed a contract before um money in the bank or do you think it's what he do, or do you take his word for it and say that he signed it on the night because i'm oh, not i'm I'm not. I'm not sure. You think if he wasn't under contract to put him in that main event, and you know, without him being under contract, I mean, yeah. if he if he was literally legitimately leaving the next day, the thing that ever, it, yeah, the thing that gives it away to me was that he came out to that match in a new t-shirt. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you're and you're telling me that he he's going to turn down the opportunity to make an absolute coin on merchandise, and yeah. he's already. And he's already signed the two-day extension to make him wrestle that match. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I believe to a certain extent that his contract were expiring, but I'm not sure if I buy the whole he signed it on that night. Cause why would have WWE... Well, I guess, I guess they would have done. Go, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a one-off run on these white shirts. Yeah. Which I, I did buy one because I thought it was sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a nice yeah. thing. I mean, how big a... I mean, obviously, this, this probably elevated him to being a, a really big star. Did you burp <laughs> that was um, i got a chair <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> um but it, it, so even if you take away the fact that he you know this big storyline like a month earlier when he was in such a massive storyline i mean what he was he was his contract was due to run out he had offered him a new contract so yeah they obviously couldn't have been holding him in that high regard could they really yeah definitely i, I know what you're saying but yeah there's, there's just a, there's a few I look back at it and I think it was such a good um, um, pay-per-view and moment. But when I look back at it now, with after a few years, I, I, I sort of like start plugging a few like different holes in it. In it, and I'm I don't, I don't, the more the more I um, talk about it and the more I that was it, a bear, wasn't it? Go, oh, was it? Oh, it was meant to be. Or was did that happen? But well, again, it, it's one of those where if you um. Oh, let me get to it. So obviously the intros and Punk comes out and the crowd are. Uh, Hot. Incredible. Mm. Yeah. Probably my favourite. No, I was going to say my favourite pop of all time. I think my favourite entrance of all time. I don't think it's my favourite pop of all time though. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what my favourite pop would be. I remember you and Pat speaking about it. Um, yeah. I, th- I think my favourite. Sorry to go off on one. Uh, I think my favourite pop of all time was um, when Austin returned at Backlash. Do you remember that when he? Um, it, it was. Um, Triple H and um, The Rock in the ring. I think uh, there was Vince in that. Yeah. And then uh, it was about to hit him over the head with a steel with a steel chair. And um, Austin was like billed to come back and like, be on the um, Rock's side, if you like, or in his side of the ring. And then he didn't come back literally to like the last um, moment and glass smashed and the building went mad. Yeah. 
There's some legendary Austin ones, aren't there? There's so mm. many Austin ones, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but the, the crowd are nuts, um, and he sort of fully milks it. Like I say, he comes out like before he, when he'd been in the Nexus gear and he came out in his new mm. best in the world t-shirt yeah. on. So she got to show that. And he's got rid of his moustache. He looks sort of clean shaven almost. Mm. Looks, he looks. I mean, he looks different. Um, yeah, milks it, and then Cena comes out, and Cena gets. <laughs> Didn't, didn't salute the crowd. Just yeah, no, that, was, the that was good. See, that mm. was, you know, he, Cena basically didn't come out, came out, mm. no, none of the usual which, knocking about. Came out which, of the ring. Which, which crowd do you think was harsher? And I'm going on the booze yeah. rather than the action. Um, Cena, Money in the Bank 2011 or Cena, ECW One Night Stand? Probably, I find probably this one. I mean, the, the ECW yeah. One Night Stand was a smaller... Smaller venue. Yeah, and they threw the shirt back at him in that, but I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, th- I think it would be in the bank as well. Mm. Um, but, again, but yeah, he played it well. He came down, no messing around, got in the ring. He was like, I'm just going to mm. do my stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I like in the match, you get, I mean, this is the first match of this kind, which now this kind of match is quite commonplace. I don't remember many matches like this where there was sort of multiple finishers and people say mm. like punk kicks out like two uh uh attitude adjustments done that sort of thing and he, he gets out of the gets out of the uh stf as well and that sort of thing whereas that now that's kind of I mean, a big match you get people <clears> kicking out multiple finishers i don't remember many matches before this where that could kind of happen yeah unless unless it was like a massive match at mania or something maybe. yeah like some of the yeah. undertaker john michaels matches yeah not not, not, for your, not for your typical and I mean this in the, probably the most respectful way, but B show pay per view, which yeah. Money in the Bank probably was at the time. It wasn't you know anything special. A bit similar to Capital Punishment and other pay per views. There was there's, there's only the big four really, isn't there? So, mm, yeah. so they probably they probably say them sort of main events and finishes for for SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, um, Mania, Survivor Series. But I gave it the kind of big um, big thing, the sort of five star match on the melt. Yeah. Yeah, they give it a big, the sort of big feel of a of a big match. Mm. Um, it was I a think, big match. Yeah, uh, and Cena kind of wrestled. You know, obviously, Cena never really wrestled as a as a heel part of his early days. Mm. But he's in a similar way to, to Hogan. You always think back to Hogan. Hogan wrestled as a heel, even when he was a face. His wrestling move set was basically punches, kicks, eye rakes, you know that sort of thing. Uh, and Cena again in this match where the crowd kind of flipped them both. <clears throat> Cena's move set actually uh, yeah. fits in quite well with being the heel. He's got the power mm. moves. He's stronger than Punk. That sort of thing. I liked it when the crowd was um, saying you can't wrestle, and then um, Punk pointing at him, and he went no, and then he pointed at Cena, and the old crowd went hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Punk says like, oh, "What are you talking about me? I can't yeah. wrestle." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the crowd for that match. Proper. It was it was such a good crowd, and you and you always get that in Chicago as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they were nuts. And so as the match goes on, you get you know a few times where Cena gets the upper hand, and then obviously the crowd are fully behind Punk. Punk gets the upper hand. But that last kind of you know ten minutes of the match. I mean, I, I, one thing I noticed watching this back as well, there's a lot of chat, a lot of talking. I mean, Cena's notoriously quite loud in his matches mm. about all- you know. I've always noticed as well that Cena, like uh, people, a lot of people give him shit and say, "Oh yeah, he's, he's a shit wrestler." He, he's that, but he's, for me, he's a little bit of a ring general, to be honest, because he always dictates the tempo of the match. He always, um, yeah, 
you, you can hear what he's saying, but he, he always knows what's good and what should happen next. And I'm, I'm not saying he did lead Punk through that match, and he, but it, I, I thought it was great. By this point, he'd matured definitely Mm. as a wrestler. And from this kind of, this was almost like the end of Superman Cena, wasn't it? Because after this, oh oh, yeah, 2000. I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was because he lost to the Rock at WrestleMania. Then he got divorced, and then (laughs) yeah. But this was the end of that kind of. He didn't have many long title reigns after this to the end, to be honest. Well, he didn't. Yeah, because um, yeah, because he. Oh, no, yeah, he won the WWE title, didn't he? I was going to say he didn't lift the WWE title for some yeah. time after that. But. Yeah, but yeah, so, I mean, he had this feud with Punk obviously going on through the sort of summer and the autumn, and Punk maintained the belt, or it was with Del Rio. I've seen him, never got it back. No. Uh, and then, again, he didn't pretty get another world title reign until the following year. So I think this was, yeah, this was... It was like after that. It was, that. When, it, was, it was when he beat the Rocket um, yeah. s- s- um, twice in a lifetime. Yeah, so, yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's some spots and I, I kind of think i forgot about the end of this match to be honest i forgot oh, about when, the, when, the, when they tried to do Mon- montreal yeah 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 but that they mentioned him. i think they mentioned montreal in uh or somebody mentioned montreal in the build-up or that kind of thing and uh, yeah i didn't tweak so when, it, when him and laurenitis come out and he get obviously he's trying to call for the ref something cena ding, gets ding, 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 yeah. yeah cena's got him in the stf mm. again hasn't he yeah and uh, jumps out. Cool and then Laurenitis comes down to try and make the bring an answer, bring the bell, and <clears throat> takes him out and says, you know, this isn't the way. I'm, you know, John Cena. I'm a good guy. Yeah. I'm a hero. Not this way. And then Punk catches him and um, and gets a win. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I, lo- I love my I love my yeah. He went, oh my god. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, it because the, cra- yeah. the, the commentators are fully like yeah. behind Cena, aren't they? Because they're like, oh, Punk's gonna cause. Havoc, he's going to walk away with the title. We'll never see the title again. This is a, a threat to the existence of the WWE. WWE uh, yeah. Fully piling it on about what a, what a villain Punk is. Mm. Um, like an antichrist, wasn't it? I think the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. And they were fully like, and like Cole's going tap, 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 like when um, yeah. Cena had him like in the in the SDF, like really behind oh, Cena. It was so good. Like, um, just, just everything around it just clicked. But then, oh. yeah. And I completely forgot about the end where Vince like gets on the says right cut the music off cut the music yeah. off get cut the um, music cut the music get, um, get Alberto down there get Alberto you, you catching know, it you know, he like sort of like forgets for a split second he's like come on get um get get Del Rio down here get Del yeah, Rio. But I made it yeah. I'd I like to think they did that on purpose yeah. I made it more believable like I's yeah cause, you know, he's, yeah yeah he's, he's desperate off. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they've had him think of it like that. I thought, it was, it was, oh, he always forgot. Who fucking was. <laughs> I mean, he might have been that good. I don't know if he was that good, but no, um, no. but I forgot about Dario coming out and he just clocks him on the head with a kick, doesn't he? And legs it into I, the crate. Yeah, I loved it though when he clocks him around the head. He's sort of on the floor like, and and then he just smiles at um, yeah. Vince, and then he gets out the ring. That that oh, that's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then um, blow, blows the kiss, which oh, that is oh, was, that that that's still just went that iconic image. Yeah. 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 It was genuinely exciting because you kind of it was like, well, what is the? I can remember afterwards thinking, well, well, I mean, what's the storyline now? It could be, it could be amazing. It could be, it could go off. And like he spoke about it, defending it in other companies, and he thought, oh, are they going to do the storyline where he goes around and he's gone to other companies to defend the title? Is he going to do this? I think, I think if that happened in 2022, I think yeah. that I think that genuinely would have happened. Whereas 2011, yeah, yeah, yeah obviously he wouldn't have done, but um. No, I, I'm still pissed off that they only played it off for two weeks. That was it, wasn't it? It was like this could be like a big drawn out 
storyline. And yeah, two weeks it lasted. What my my favourite fan theory is that they um, vacate it as, as long as they possibly can till the Royal Rumble. And um, number 28 and number 29 are in the ring. And then um, it, it comes to number 30 and then cool personality hits and then Punk walks down to the ring with the um, title and then yeah. Punk can go on then to main event WrestleMania against whoever. Yeah, yeah. So I, think, I think that's the way they should have done it. Oh, it, it should have gone on for a lot longer, but it's, it's well when Punk, Punk was running through the crowd and he was in the title in the air and then he, yeah. and then he said that he ran out. He said there was a car waiting for him. He got... Got, got in the car when I'm um, the title in the fridge and opened the kind of Red Bull. Yeah, there was a picture on Twitter that night, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? He put yeah, on there I, of him in the fridge, yeah. I, I thought that was brilliant. And then he turned up at like, I think it was like a Comic Con in yeah. the, the week when Triple yeah. H was there and he just came through the crowd with the with the bell. Mm. So there was cool stuff. Uh, like, hey, Again, you're looking for this? <laughs> yeah, it could have gone on, but two weeks. And then if you think, well, so what? So the next night on Raw, if you can remember that, was when Vince was going to fire Cena. Yeah, and Triple H and, going down, yeah. Triple H came out and fired Vince, and that's to get that mm. gif of Vince crying, which is, uh, mm. yeah. Do you remember Triple H and go, oh, I love you, Pop? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. that was shit. And it was a Cena beat, there was like a little tournament in there, and Cena beat Ray for yeah. the title. Mm. And then at the end of that was when the music came on and Punk came out. <laughs> yeah. but even that, I mean, what that led to SummerSlam when Del Rio cashed in, but that, then it got turned was into. Yeah. And there was a match at one of the pay-per-views where it was it was Triple H and Punk against it might have been Kevin Nash and Del Rio. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. So they kind I of mean don't yeah. I I bigged up, big up 2011 early, but it's a bit of a fucking cesspit, really. <laughs> I mean 2012 was his probably he was he was champion for the entire money all of 2012. Yeah, cal- cal- calendar year, yeah. Yeah. And there's some great matches with Brian and that as well. And I liked Jericho, it. I liked, feud with Jericho yeah. at WrestleMania. I, li- I liked it when Punk uh, won. It was ext- Extreme Rules, was it? It was the street fight, wasn't it? He, um, Jericho, he, yeah. Yeah, he, he came out in jeans and I'm. it's going to really piss me off the T-shirt he's wearing. I, th- I don't think it was a Misfits T-shirt, but it was It was, It was. was a really, really like... like there was, there was a, I, I, I got the reference T-shirt anyway. Mm. And um, I think only like a few of my other friends in like the hardcore scene if you like got it as well so it was really um well, cool to watch that we covered that pay-per-view in the beginning of the series oh really oh yeah of course I've, I've listened to it yeah sorry but that was the same one with um that was after wrestlemania because it was yeah. brock and cena mm. brock's first match back extreme yeah. rules? oh no it wasn't extreme rules it was um it was later on in the year that, the, the street fight with Punk in Jericho was Extreme Rules because it was after WrestleMania. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, Punk and Del Rio, but now, okay. I'm, but now I'm thinking about I'm thinking of the wrong pay-per-view and the wrong attire, okay. so you are right. Yes, yeah, sorry, oh, okay. yeah. Andy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it when <laughs> right work every episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, should we go for the let's go for the Meltzer, the Dave Meltzer rating? So I was going to tell you what the uh, so the most recent five-star Meltzer match was the. Um, Cody Rollins mm-hmm. cage match recently. Really? Yeah, that was the most recent Dave Dave Meltzer WWE five yeah. star match. Oh wow. Uh but the previous one to this, because yeah, spoilers, Dave Meltzer gave this Bad blood. five stars. Sure Michael's Undertaker. Do you know that or is that a guess? Um I wanna say I know it, but if I'm wrong I'm gonna sound like a right cunt. Sure Michael's versus the Undertaker. Oh Bad Blood? A bad Blood, 1997. Yes, yep. I was going to say 1997 as well. That was one, well. Yeah. Before that. But it, yeah. to list them all, should we go through them all? Mm. Well, we've got... So we've got that. We've oh. got uh, Punk, uh, Cena. And then they give 
that match on Raw, Punkin, did it give that five stars? Well, I'll go from the beginning. Okay, go on then. So the first one was Razor and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10. 10? Ladder yeah. match. Ladder match, yeah. Uh, and then Brett versus Owen. Iron Man match. Uh, no, the um, no. cage match. No, 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 no. No, this is at WrestleMania. The same WrestleMania. No. no, no, I'm telling a lie. It was the SummerSlam match, cage match. At SummerSlam 94. Oh. The WrestleMania one got four and a three quarter stars. Uh, then Brett versus Austin at WrestleMania. Really? Yep. That's good. It's a good match. Uh, I, I, I like it. Well, now I clicked on a strange age. Sean Michaels video and take it bad blood. Uh, no, versus Cena. Oh, so if we include NXT, he gave um, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade five stars at NXT take Very, very, very good match. Then also. <laughs> um, take over uh, of course. New Orleans in 2018. Yeah. Adam ladder match. Um, mm. Is that a ladder match? I think it was ladder match. Adam I don't know. Cole, I'm just fucking guessing at this time. Adam Cole versus NXT uh, versus NXT and versus yeah. EC3 versus EC3. Killian Dane versus yeah. Lars Sullivan versus uh. Ricochet mm. versus Velveteen Dream. So that one doesn't get spoken about as much. Yeah, I, I remember being at download fest. I remember being at download festival and um, yeah. they had the NXT tent there. And um, all right, yeah, what's happened with like Velveteen Dreams? Not not great. <laughs> but, um, um, it was, great I I genuinely can't remember anybody in the ring apart from Pete Dunne because I was fucking levered. And um, yeah, anyway, the 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 threw up the X and um. Uh, I was not fucking out. Someone's got injured here. Someone's got injured. They're gonna have to stop the match. And then, anyway, they, they came down and like started wheeling this guy out. And then all what I saw was somebody fucking grab this guy off the um um what do you call it when they get wheeled into an hospital bed yeah. <laughs> and start kicking fuck out of him. I'm like, what the fuck did they win? Losing my shit. And then Velveteen Dream like at the end of the match, he started like taking off all his tape and then chucking it into the crowd. And then like a little bit of tape landed near me. And my missus was like, oh, pick it up, pick it up. And I'm like, I'm not fucking with a bit of tape. And then there was these proper like geeks who was like, oh, yeah. picked up and started sniffing it. I'm like, hey, you dirty bastard. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I hope they're listening now. Yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Um, yeah, so... I was going to do the Meltzer ratings, right? I just got stuck on the first one. So, yeah, so obviously the main event got five stars. The Can I guess? You can guess, yeah. If I can find a list, yeah, you can guess. Right, first match. And so the first Money in the Bank match where Brian wins. 2.5. Uh, four stars, I got. Really? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, Kelly Kelly versus uh, Brie Bella. One. Uh, that was a dud, so I got no stars at all. Uh, uh, yeah, same. Um, Mark, thought, you, this is the big show. Half. Oh, I mean, there's probably more. A star and a quarter that I got. Uh, the second Money in the Bank match. I'm going to give it another. F- now you said that the other one got four. I'm going to say four. Uh, three and three quarters. He's a cunt. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. Uh, Christian and Orton. 2.5. That got three and three quarters as well. You're joking. Yeah, that's, that's strong. And um, yeah, main event got five. Did it? Oh. So, that's right, that's about it, ladies and gentlemen. But a couple of things. We'll get oh. Tom's uh, choice for his favourite ever entrance music in a second. Um, I start to plug next week. Next week, uh, we've only got two shows left for the uh, for the end of the, the current series. Thanks so, um, you know, yeah, you're telling me. Uh, so next week, we've got Foul Original uh, covering uh, 
NXT, not NXT, fuck that. I just you banging on about NXT, he's got it in my head now. Um, <laughs> I've never mentioned it, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're covering the uh, Invasion pay-per-view next week. Oh, from whenever that, that that's was. a very underrated pay-per-view, by the well, way. Well, we'll see, we'll see. And, yeah. I, and I hope that you give Austin that Austin King credit as you know when he came out and it, it, it fucking, Tom, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, talk, let's go for another two hours come on <laughs> yeah we'll just do that now shall we we'll do that for you now um yeah so that'll be next week uh and then I think that week after that we're doing a random vengeance with uh it's like Zach Gowan against Brock Lesnar or something like that I don't know but that's that's the finisher series off yeah well, uh, so thank no 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 we're back after the uh back in September can I choose my next pay-per-view I thought you were coming back on, mate. <laughs> Actually, the yeah. next series is going to be almost all new guests. Pretty much I all re- new guests. I reckon me, me, you and Patch. And we all should get on the beers. Oh, yeah, Patch isn't on it as well. Yeah. Uh, but he's, not, he's not on it. Not the next run of... Uh, no, I haven't told him. If he's still listening at this point, he's just found that out now. But, so, Tom, well, if, do you want people to find you? Where can they find you? <laughs> no, please don't. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 if you're absolutely desperate, um, Tom X Roll R A W L E on Twitter, and yeah, don't look for me anywhere else, please. Don't look for him. No, I find uh, especially, you on Facebook, don't I? Eric? Uh, yeah, especially in Lincolnshire, don't look for me there. But if oh. if, if you do want to come to Kirtland, you could come to the Queen's Head and buy me a pint. Then yeah, definitely don't come there. But if, if you want to, then yeah, don't go to his house. Yeah. <laughs> not, in the, not now because it's dark outside. Yeah. Definitely don't come to 67 Lincoln Crescent, Kirtland. Right, write that down. Can you bleep that out, please? <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> That's the one thing I am keeping in. Um, yeah, so, um, just, yeah, yeah, so thank you very much, guys. What, what, what are we going to play out with, Tom? What's your, what's your choice? Oh, I've, got, I've got two written down, but um, I, w- I was going to say cool personality just for the podcast, but mm-hmm. um, my time, Triple H, please. You're, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> The, which oh, version? It's a few versions. What the original first kind of uh, the uh, one that's on WWF the music four maybe the musical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. WWF the music four. Right. I'll seek that out. Okay. Well, thank you very much, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking with. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Godspeed, anyone left at this point, and uh, we'll be back next week. And thank you, Tom. And we'll see you next week. Cheers, Cheers. guys. This is the latest I've stayed off in fucking ages. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I've been at the puff. Good night, guys. Bye bye. One, two, this on. (laughs) Yo, Jimmy hit me with that triple H. Yo, you let the music keep playing. Yo, tell me who's time it is, man.